I'm Matt Poole, the founder of the Game Fixers and host of Gamer Grudge. Today, we are here to talk, we're here to, it's Halloween, well, it's not Halloween, it's going to be Halloween tomorrow, so today we're going to talk about what is the best horror video game. Now, um, and we're going to have other questions, of course, so let's go ahead and get to, I'm going to start with my, pan, not, we're not going to start with the panel first, we're going to talk, talk about the people that help create Game Grudge, we're going to start with one of my, um, my human cheat code, Chow, how's it going? Going on, Mac. Excited for Halloween. Getting this Halloween special going. All right, and we can't do it. We got another fat trick on this. Nicole, Nicole. What's up, everybody? All right, cool. All right, all right. Now that we got the people that helped create the shows, let's start with our victims, as I put it. <laughs> okay. Um, let's start with the first victim. Um, he likes to he's like to be called the meat person, the meat. Um, we're gonna go with Corey. Hello, how you doing? I'm the deal breaker, apparently. Okay, well, yeah, okay. All right. Picked up a new nickname. <laughs> okay. Well he's 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 he liked to be the meat person. He's the meat. I'm okay. the meat shield. Okay. The meat shield. Um and we have a returning, returning fighter. He fought sec. He fought in the second fight. He did a good job, and he got almost. He was this close, but yet so far, we're gonna. And I'm introducing. He is known as the Jubaka Defense, Scott, aka McFoley. What's going on, guys? <laughs> no, Mr. Sako. Crap, Sako. And um, last but not least, we have a new fighter coming in um, all the way from Chicago, Lizzie. What's up? What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Liz from Chicago. That sums up all of who I am. Liz from Chicago. Yeah. All right, cool. We got Liz from Chicago. We good. All right, we set, people. All right, with that said, um, Cal, what are the rules? So we have four rounds where distinct questions asked each round. The way to win the round, a point is awarded to the person who has the best argument for their answer. And the two fighters with the most points at the end of the four rounds goes on to our head-to-head -head round known as PVP. All right. Cool. All right. I feel like I'm Mark Summers. I love this. Um, <clears throat> all right, people. Are you ready to go through, are you ready to go through the physical channels? Physical challenge? Oh, wait. Wrong show. Sorry. Um, are you ready to grudge? Yeah. Let's get this started. I don't feel no excitement. I want to, I want to say, are you ready to grudge? Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I'll, good enough. Okay. Whoa. Okay. All right, Cal. So the, fir the first question is, what is the best horror game? All right, uh, the best horror game. Hmm, I already well, that's, that. That's that's easy. It's the Evil Within. Okay. First one. All right, cool. All right, Lizzie. Uh, I gotta go with uh, Silent Hill Four: The Room. And I I have to go through a game I recently watched, which is uh, Until Dawn. All right, all right, Cal. How many minutes they got? You got five minutes. All right, let us grudge. <laughs> I want to start off by saying that Silent Hill is very um, 
overrated. So yeah, overrated all, for what it we, is to me. We can take out we can take out anything that has zombies in it because zombies are so passe. I mean, at this point, they, they zombies are they are they are. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, Silent Silent Hill Silent Hill is a good is a good game like, but it's you know it's all fog and just wondering what happened and I never really got scared from Silent Hill Four. Well, Silent Hill Four was like uh, like an epic escape room on Stephen King proportions. It was a crazy serial killer story. It wasn't like all the other uh, Silent Hill games. It was a very different type of game. So it hmm. doesn't seem like you guys really played Silent Hill Four. Silent Hill 4 was, uh, you were crawling through holes into different dimensions. You, you were, uh, there were like these crazy burning ghosts all around. No real zombies. Uh, there was a creepy serial killer ghost kid. Uh, and until dawn, I mean, there was just like a waste of Peter Stormare, for one. And it's really more like it's winking at the tropes of horror games and horror movies than actually being scary. And oh come on, within, man! Even within it, even within it's kind of frustrating because you're always dying in that game. In, yeah, that's true. You, uh, everybody, <laughs> they're always dying. That's my point. Because it, the the Wendigos will rip you up in Until Dawn. They will slice your ass up. Just look at the chat. I'm sure. I'm sure some of them are are, are getting acted up about the. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, it's it's a, it's a messed up game. People get sliced and diced, and it. There's a lot of jump scares that are legitimate, not ones that are just there for fun. Well, or not fun. Silent Hill is less about like jump scares; it's more about the psychological horror of the situation that you're in. You're hunting down That's a serial true. killer through dimensions. You're running into its victims. You find out that you are an intended victim. It's a, it's a very psychological story, as opposed to like the jump scares of other games, like Resident Evil and other types of horror games. Yeah, I think when it comes to horror, jump scares, period, to me, I find them to be just a momentary thing versus there actually being a fear there. And I think games like Until Dawn, they they actually accomplish something. If, if you understand what I'm saying, they accomplish something. The Evil Within does it too, but I think you, you get what I'm saying. I'll try my best not to be as awkward, but you guys get what I'm saying. A jump scare game is just its just like you literally get that jump and then you move on. Yeah, even within, I feel like it was too similar to like a Resident Evil 4, which it was kind of, I think it was made by the same director even. And it, it just felt too, like almost like a spiritual sequel to the Resident Evil series. And I mean, the Resident Evil series as it went along wasn't nearly as scary as when it first started out. So... Like right. a copy, I, a carbon copy of that. Like it's not going to be close to as scary. I know this is probably going to be sound strange, but I think Resident Evil actually got better as it went on versus when it first started. Yeah, yeah but, but it the, got less. The problem it's 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 hard because both of you guys are. Yeah, or no, no. I'm I mean Scott, he's he's picking a, a sequel, so you know that somebody's got to live through it. You know. Well, I, no, I just, not necessarily. I, I, the Silent Hills aren't all like directly connected to one another, like one following the other. Especially Silent Hill Four, it builds on like background characters from the previous Silent Hill games and does a, its own thing. Right. I don't know. Like, you don't really, you don't really need to play the other Silent Hill games to play at the room. Silent Hill Four. 
Yeah, but it's still it it feels it feels franchise like, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, it is a franchise, but like every all of these games end up becoming franchises. <laughs> There's, I don't know. I I haven't seen a, a, a an Until Dawn, two. I have well, seen well, another. It, it. It's coming. It'll come. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> the, evil, the the Evil Within probably could have done without part two. I will admit that. But the first Evil Within was was a masterpiece. If that was a movie, it deserved every Oscar. That, yeah, I just, that I game just, was, was amazing. It was it played on a yeah. it, it it was psychological. It gave you the sense that things were there that wasn't wasn't there. That feeling of turning around and not knowing will the room be the same. It it, it gave you something a little bit deeper than just fear. It gave you that psychological fear where medicine can't fix what's wrong with you. There's actually a problem. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, you guys were knocking on Silent Hill because it's a sequel, but I think that it like it does what a good sequel does. It it, it takes the elements of the old games that worked and it twists it on its head and it makes it better. It makes it, and in this case, it makes it an even scarier experience because it's a very focused adventure and it's it's less about like I said, like about jump scares than it is about getting into the mindset of the characters and being a very psychological experience, a very visceral experience. And I'll agree Silent Hill was, was my Silent Hill was also to me extremely, every one of them from first all the way to whenever they're confusing. I can never honestly pin down in the story. What the hell happened to me? Why? Was, one minute left. Just, well, you're dead. Aren't you? I mean, it's it's one of those it's one of those lost endings where everyone's dead at the end, right? I mean, that's Silent Hill. No, no, not. I mean, in some cases, but in this one, not. You're not dead the whole time. It's a very you're you're intended to be killed by a serial killer, and you're hunting down your serial killer through different dimensions and stopping yeah, that's him from hurting him. To give Silent Hill a break, until dawn, that game was too. It was too much story and not enough game in Until Dawn. Well, that's I have to admit that that there that is a lot in those Telltale type games. You know that that is a the, flaw that's in all of. Them. I guess, and that's for a you know that's for a certain type of gamer. But yeah, and the second half of that game got know. too silly for me. It just went a little too far into the the winking. Wait a minute! Wait, a minute. jumping through dimensions wasn't silly. Well, yeah, but that's built not, into the game I, from the beginning. Okay, Tom. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. This has just been a good heated fight. Um, I want to know instead of taking <laughs> each other's down, I want to know why your game is the best. And I'm gonna start with the person who began it, Lizzie. Tell me why your game is the best. I want to know from everybody why your game is the best. And you have how many minutes, Cal? We're gonna go a minute, minute, right? One minute. One minute. So I will. I will start off the Evil Within. You follow Sebastian Castellanos as a cop who who is on this mission to Beacon. He gets sucked into this world that he's not supposed to be in because of something that Mobius has done. He was just there because he was a cop who got called onto something. You see this man go from having his own personal demons with his daughter and 
alcoholism and you see all of that expressed through something that had nothing to do with him you saw him physically relate to a psychotic scientist and it shows just how how nobody's issue is smaller than the next i'm an alcoholic and you're a murderer yet we can still find something we agree on that the world is really effed up but that's okay because there's always an escape and that's what I loved about the the fact that you see you see your your mental demons embodied Time. as a person. All right, Scott, one minute. All right. Uh, one of the best things about Silent Hill Four is the the creepy, terrifying imagery. It just like it, it, it builds an atmosphere around the game, and it gives you. It, it even has even though you're traveling through different dimensions, it has a very claustrophobic feel to it because you know you're still trapped in your room. So it has this grand scale escape room game type of feel. And everybody loves escape room games. But it also has a very like Stephen Kingish feel. It has like that dark tower traveling through different dimensions and just the uh, the overall horror and the, the you know the ghosts and everything. And just it has some of the creepiest ghosts that I've ever seen in a game. Like I said, there's this one Jasper character who burns alive and he's just floating in the air burning and screaming and it's it just creates this whole uh psychological experience that you don't really get in a lot of horror video games a lot of horror video games rely on jump scares whereas this one relies on getting into your head and uh trying to figure out what's going to scare you on a visceral level i got nothing else time perfect timing core Okay, uh, until Dawn is the most visceral of these games, it gets you right in it, and every time you think you might be able to escape, and it gets, it just gets worse. And basically, even at the, you know, even later on, you have to deal with the shrink, and he's not a really good guy, trying to fix you up afterwards. I, it's just, it's just scary from from tip to tail. That game is friggin' scary. It's a horror game. All right, Cal, the human sheet code. What you got the facts at? So, uh, Scott was right about uh, Evil Within being by the game director of the uh, Resident Evil series. He directed, he was the creator of the Resident Evil series, directed uh, Evil Within, so that was correct. Uh, Corey, unfortunately, was wrong about his uh, game not being a franchise. Until Dawn 2 has been announced and will be released very soon. So, oh, it'll be a prequel. <laughs> Um, and then also, as for the, all three games, I used IGN as a standard for grading it, and Evil Within had um, the higher score. I think it was an 8.7, nudging out the other two games, which probably had like an 8.0 rating. So very close for all of them. All right, the Enforcer, Nicole, what is the sh you got any fat checks? Also, what the chat is saying? I don't have any uh, fact checks, but the chat, a lot of them have never played any of the games that are being argued, and so several people are just like, does this game count? Like, Doom 3 came up, a lot of people <laughs> were talking about uh, how they had played Silent Hill once upon a time, back when it was like seven discs to install in a laptop. Good times. So, I remember that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's been a pretty active chat, but most of it is I have no idea if they're doing a good job because I've never played any of these games, and I was like, oh well, okay. 
right. Um, Cal, what do you think? So for me, like, I had to give it to um, Scott because I feel like he described his game the best and the emotion he got from playing. Because I didn't hear much about the emotion. I heard about plots and stuff, but the, he was saying how it affects him emotionally and psychologically. I think that's what won it over for me. So I would give it to a Silent Hill 4. Uh, yeah. Um, but it wasn't my favorite of the games that they said, but I'm saying just the way that he that, argued. Yeah, it's all about the argument. And I thought I was making sure, you know, if we were on the same page on certain things and you were hearing the same thing I was. Um, it, now, at the beginning of the fight, all of you were saying that, you know, you were arguing that Silent Hill was an overrated game. Corey... You just kept arguing. You just kept rambling along and kept tugging on Lizzie's shoulders, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't hear a lot about until done, and that's why I had to cut you out of the fight. So it came down between Lizzie and um, Scott, and to me, um, Lizzie did argue about the character and all that. But she did argue well, but Scott did give me how scary his game was. Even though it is dimension traveling, even though you can say it is overrated, this is the best horror game. And to me, Scott gets the point for this. So, Scott, you win the first one. So, yes. This happened right. last time too, I think. So. Yeah, yes it did. <laughs> um, so, um, full disclosure, I've never played the other two games. Oh, God. <laughs> I've never played any even the one I picked. Oh, uh, God. Okay. Um, um, so, um, no, not my thing. Nicole, what the poll had to say? You know what? The Twitter poll was actually tied. Both Scott and Lizzie got 50% of the vote. So it would have been no help if you had been torn. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, good fight. Good beginning fight, people. Um, don't worry. y'all. There's plenty of questions. We've got three to go. So... Uh, question number two, question number two, Cal. So what is the scariest video game character ever? Oh, I forgot about this one. Oh, crap. And Cora, I was going to start with you. Probably should have started out with that. Huh? I was saying you shouldn't have started out by saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with, uh, Scott. Scott, what is the scariest video game character? Uh, I went with Scarecrow in Arkham Asylum. Oh, okay. I remember. Oh, God. All right. Cord. I picked, I picked Mr. X from, or or they call him the Tyrant or something, from Resident Evil 2. Okay. Lizzie. Oh, can I be honest for a second here, guys? I, tr <laughs> I forgot my original pick. But since I, I am the absolute positively you, you pyramid, head. Fan, pyramid head, exactly. I knew it was something Silent Hill related. I knew it was something with somebody who had a geometrical perfect head. So pyramid head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Geometry is always scary. So yeah, hell, yeah. pyramid head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Cal. Do you got the? Uh, do you got a, Are you ready? All right, Nicole. Are you ready? All right, let us grudge. Okay, well, Scarecrow so, so, is... 
Scare Scarecrow is a, a scary character. Is the scariest character because he takes what is basically an action beat em up and he turns it into a horror game. He adjusts the game that he's in because of the character that he is. He has the fear toxin that affects all the characters around him. It turns the environment into a complete hellscape. It makes Bruce Wayne relive his entire uh, his his origin where his parents are killed his parent his dead parents bodies taunt him it's it's one of the most terrifying experiences i've ever had in a video game and it's all because of his character that i'll i'll give you that with scarecrow scarecrow is pretty you know but i think because of his fear toxin that's what makes him what he is but without that you know he's he turns into a guy you know a guy so I'm going to say pyramid head for, for you know, one, geometry. Oh, my God, you know. But geometry I had double geometry period geometry. I know. That's horrifying. But number two, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was just me who saw him and thought, what the hell is that? I mean, his head was in. What the hell was that? Somebody tell me what the hell was that? And then he had the stick. It's a pyramid. It's a pyramid. <laughs> I don't know. In my case, the reason I picked Mr. X was because up until that point in gaming history, if you had to replay a game for some reason, like if you had two characters, everything was pretty much the same. You just had to play it twice. And when Mr. When Mr. X shot through that wall, when he broke down that wall for the first time, there was no warning. There was no nothing. It scared the ever-loving crap out of me. And that is that is a very like emotional thing for me because games don't scare me. Up until then, if you were playing Resident Evil or Resident Evil Two, um, you'd hear whatever was gonna break through the wall. You'd hear it behind the wall. You, but this thing just busted through the wall like nothing. Did it? Just like bam, there you there. And I'm and he was very hard to kill. By that by that point in the game, you you should be able to play better. And yeah, he, he did scare me. I, I understand that year two might be like scary, but I really did I really did love that guy because he did scare me. And that's hard. I don't get scared. Yeah, you know, he, he does get killed in the end though. And several yeah, yeah. times throughout the series. He becomes and he, they keep getting more ridiculous models as the series once goes along. That's why I picked two. That's I, I'm picking the one <laughs> from two because two that's fair. Before before three, when he just popped out all all day, um, but in like two, he was he you didn't know he was going to be there, and that changed your whole perception of the game. So yeah, I I totally will take that as criticism, but he was very scary uh, at the beginning. And, and as for pyramid pyramid head, I'm, I'm sorry, pyramid head. When I originally saw him, I was I was pretty young, and the thought. Of, of of what he was, of once again, it does play on that on that psychological horror feeling that I get, which is why I love the evil within. It gives you of that. What is that? What am I looking at? I physically can't see the eyes of my enemy. Let of long know how how do you fight this? His entire head was like a shield for him. So you have to be smart enough to figure out a way around him. When it came to Pyramid Head, I just think that his first appearance was horrible enough that even in those horrible movies, they knew they had no option but to put him there. 
So that's why yeah, I but think in the game. head was iconic for what he was. He was iconic for a horror game who put an enemy like that. He looks I think awesome. he was scary. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I think he was scarier in the movie because in the game, you kill him by running around in corners and just shooting at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's the easiest way to kill a character. And, like, how can you find that frightening? But he looks awesome. And when you first see him, yeah, he's really creepy. But when you're actually engaging him, it becomes kind of goofy and it's hard to take him seriously when he's so easily taken down. Whereas. Yeah, that big, that big moth thing in Silent Hill was scarier than Pyramid Head. It just kept biting you in the face. <laughs> I personally yeah. think Pyramid Head was great. And not only was he, even though, yes, you just had to run around and kill him, but he he's reoccurring. That's how I know he has a, a staple. He he is permanent. He's reoccurring because he, because he has a cool design. And speaking of cool designs, Scarecrow has a pretty cool design, too. He's got that weird gas mask. He's got the little syringe gloves that, uh, that Mac kind of has going on, except... Yeah. When it comes to Scarecrow, <laughs> I personally think Scarecrow has too much other competition in the Batman universe for him to be held up as better than, than the next. And that's I don't know. He, me. he steals that game. Like he's one of the most memorable parts of that of Arkham Asylum. He sits out the second game and then he comes back and he's one of the main antagonists in the third game. So I think that he like the build up from the first game allows him to become the main villain of the final game in the series. So I think that he is a pretty strong character in that, even amongst think, all the other strong characters. I think he's a strong character as in one minute left forget about Scarecrow. So don't forget about Scarecrow. Yeah, I just, I just feel I, that I personally think he's outshined a lot. So that's, I just that's feel just Scarecrow's my... been ruined by, by Batman in general. Like, like when I think of the Scarecrow, I, I think of that, I think of the the scarecrow from the 1968 Batman, you know. That's I just, just I, can't, old, I can't be scared by him. I know, but <laughs> hey, man, that's, there's no there's no rule against me using my old to win an argument. That's fair. <laughs> okay, well, to me, he's still scary. <laughs> he was the most <laughs> terrifying part of that game, which was already kind of a creepy, weird game. It took place in an asylum, and it just made that asylum creepier by bringing out all the psychological torture that's been put on Batman for his entire life because he's a messed up little kid who never grew up. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's uh, it. Time, time. Everybody sound like, I don't love that. Okay. <laughs> Alright, um, good fight. Y'all are really bringing it. This, this is really... Y'all give them these guys really kind of give me the heebie-jeebies, or do they? Um, <laughs> I want to know why are the why I want to know from each of you why do the other two answers suck? I want to know that. I want to know why they suck. So uh, I'm gonna start with the person who started off with Scott. So tell me why the other two suck, and you have one minute. Uh, well. Pyramid Head sucks because, like I said before, he's so easily beaten. <laughs> he's not a threat. He's just, he's style over substance personified. He's just, uh, like, it's just geometry head. Like, he doesn't actually do anything scary. He's just sort of there. 
And Mr. X, or Tyrant, whatever you want to call him, he's a character that just gets more and more ridiculous as the series goes on. In Resident Evil 2, he's a little bit more scary than in some of the other versions, but it's still, like, one of the weaker scary things in, in the Resident Evil games, I think. And, yeah, you know, since it's technically all part of a virus, he can be cured, and you can kill him pretty easily, too. <laughs> Cord. Okay, uh, a pyramid head never really impressed me or scared me. He's like a big monster, and I play RPGs. We eat monsters for breakfast. So there's really, there's nothing, there's nothing really scary about him when there's a moth or a bee or something that can eat your face. And you've already beaten that before in, in Silent Hill. Okay, so, and, and as far as the scarecrow goes, whenever I hear the scarecrow, like I said before, I hear, <laughs> Batman. I'm gonna come and get you, Batman. And it just there's there's not anything I can really be scared of. Even Christopher Nolan couldn't make me afraid of the scarecrow. Okay, he just couldn't do it. Because the scarecrow's kind of a pussy. Okay, so so yeah, he might have been he might have scared you. Okay, I respect that. But I don't think that he is really that scary of a character. He's just an insane wacko. When you put him next to the Joker or the Riddler or any of the really crazy ones, he's just that's it. Mic drop. Okay, listen. Uh, so Scarecrow to me, I think he, I mean he was a person forcing you to do drugs. That's always scary, but him as a person, you know, he was literally just a person in a in a in a mask who was handing out free drugs. I mean. Just learn to say no to strangers and you'll be fine. I swear you will. Tyrant, I'm going to be completely um, A1 with you. I completely forgot about him until you just mentioned him. He, he With all the things in Resident Evil, he was the, the last one to leave an impression. I do remember him walking through the walls like he was the Kool-Aid man. I remember that. But minus the Kool-Aid, he wasn't really, you know, he didn't give I don't know. I don't know. He just didn't leave an impression. And Scarecrow was just a guy in a in a shelf full of other guys who need to get their shit together. That's it. Oh, sorry, time. <laughs> that's fair. Oh god, that's funny. <laughs> Cal. Uh, so there's a few things. Um I'm trying to think of like I should have wrote these down because there's a bunch. Uh, one well, one of the things is like most recently is what um Lizzie said was um that like he hands out drugs. He doesn't really he kind of forces them on you, so it's not really handed out. So think about it, it's against your will. So that so keep that in mind. Another thing with uh Pyramid Hit is an iconic figure, so that's true. Uh, but he, the way he acted in the Silent Hill 2 game is very much like how the Tyrant acted in um the B side of Resident Evil 2. So like remember hit. The version of Corey that Corey, the Tyrant version that Corey was talking about, was from the the B game, not the A game, and um, so they're very similar in that account. So I thought that was a, kind of a wash in that in that argument. Um, and for um, what Scott was saying, the Tyrant is not easy to kill. Like it, it took a, a shitload to kill him. Like he fell into a vat of like chemicals. They shot him to like shit. He still didn't die. It took a linear launcher just to kill him. So he's not easy to kill. And they still haven't found like the cure, or the cure is very rare. So it wouldn't have worked that well either. So just that's a bunch of stuff. Okay. It's fair. Nicole. 
my enforcer what you got uh well over in the chat it's been pretty active uh most people yet again didn't really comment on what you guys picked just because i think a lot of people haven't played through all these games uh but clickers from the last of us came up and everybody universally agreed that those are fucking horrifying yes they are and uh yeah that's kind of what's been going on i i would like to say um the twins from um outlast uh, um they, they creep me right the heck out. Um, that would have been a great answer. Um, they're naked and they want to kill you. Um, think about that. Sounds like fun, actually. That's not fun, Corey. Screw you. Um, listen, um, this is not easy. Well, I, I take that back. This is actually super easy. Um, I don't even think I need to ask anybody this. I'll hopefully, um, hopefully you agree with me, people. Um, from what I've been hearing from both Corey and Lizzie, y'all just been talking about like Corey just kept talking about the movie. Lizzie kept saying, "Oh yeah, he don't do this, blah blah blah." Y'all were talking about movies. You never got into the game, and Scott just kept giving me answers and answers and answers. I gotta go with Scott on this one. I'm sorry. Also, the fact that Pyramid Head can, if you go around the corner, it can kill him. That really hurts you, Lizzie. He he tore your answer down with that, and the fact that. So, I'm so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he took. Yeah, he tore. He just answer. look. He looks great though. He looks scary, but he tore your answer yeah. down with that. And then Corey, the fact that they just kept saying, "I don't even remember your answer." It, it got to be Scott. I'm sorry, Scott wins this point hands down. Um, so God. yeah, Scott, you, two? The, you got two. I just wanted to say, I just want to say, I I remember we were prepping for this episode. And I said if Scott mentions that one fact about the game, um, he'd win it outright. He did not mention it. The and glitch. That's what, the glitch. That, that, that scared the shit out of for anyone who played that game. Is when Scarecrow messes your system up that makes like, your game froze and like, crashed, like your PS4 crashed or whatever, PS3, whatever it was on, like, it crashed. That's what scared the shit out of me of anything. But for moment-wise, I thought Corey had it because of um, when the tyrant first busts through that wall in the B side of the game, you didn't, ex- you didn't expect that. When you're in the tower or whatever and you like, just pick up a certain like, token, he just comes through the wall. I didn't expect that either, and that like, scared the shit out of me too. So like, for moment-wise, I, I would have given to Corey. But yeah, <laughs> Scott should have mentioned that, that uh, crap. Yeah, yeah, I agree Scott should have mentioned this, but he just, they just couldn't tear down his argument. They just had to mention movies, so that's what hurt him. Wait a minute, a clarification. I wasn't talking about movies. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, you kept bringing up you kept bringing up the scarecrow in the movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry, Corey. I was like, "What are you talking about? This is the game." Anyway, <laughs> question three. <laughs> All right. So, question yeah. three. Sorry, question three is: What monster game would you want as a what game monster would you want as your pet? All right, Corey. You're well. Up. Anybody who knows my Twitter handle knows what my answer has to be. I want a tiny little Metroid that's going to grow up to be a big Metroid. That's what I want. I want a tiny little brain monster that follows me around and takes the people, takes the life force of people who mess with me. That's what I want. Okay. Lizzie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Corey's answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I went for uh, the liquors in Resident Evil, which is obviously why. I mean, they look great and they're like vaguely sexual, so why not? 
the that's the best pet. All right, right there. The Bam. Back. <laughs> Scott. I went in a different direction. <laughs> I went with with Trico from The Last Guardian. Okay. All right. Cal, are you ready? Nicole, are you ready? <laughs> okay. Let us grudge people. I can't wait to hear this. It's vaguely sexual, so bam. I mean, who doesn't? What? Okay. I don't even know what that was, but look at that tongue. I mean, come on. <laughs> These are supposed to be pets here. Oh, so, I mean. So, so first of all, I mean, both of yours are probably going to be slimy. So that just, like, you're not going to want to. They're not slimy. They're cute. You just, you take your fingers and you, you like, shape his little head into whatever you want it to be. Shape you know, and you make it in these little brain and, monsters. And then you take and your then hand away, and it's covered in goop, and <laughs> you have fine. to go take a shower. That's fine. People have Is to it? Every time you touch your pet, you have People to take have a shower. All pet. You can't pet it. Yeah, I, I can mean, pet it. I don't give a shit. Also, Metroid's feed on life energy. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know what? And I mean, Lakers. In all fairness, they you could ride those. Those was big enough for you to like fit yes, you've already ride covered, somewhere. You've already covered the ability to ride the liquors. I mean, up the walls and stuff too. I mean, you'll be everywhere. Yeah, but the, the liquors are definitely gonna kill you or somebody close to you. Like I mean, they're, so, they're okay, evil I mean, viral creatures. I mean, heads. I mean, somebody has to die. That's just a part of being a pet owner. I'm just saying, <laughs> that's a part of it. <laughs> But I personally, if you're Michael Vick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Michael, <laughs> I think those things were just if you was able, and then sometimes you know they chilled a little bit. You could kind of walk around them because I, what was it? They couldn't see, they couldn't see or hear or something. They, they can't see yeah. Like so, you could kind of. I mean, you just gotta sit still when they're around, but you know. It'd be a pet. You're just gonna scare off all your neighbors. Like this, this pet is gonna be a detriment on your life. Like and nobody's you know, gonna want to hang around that's with somebody who's got a Metroid or a liquor. Like, but if I you mean, have a Trico, if you have a Trico, this giant dog cat bird, who's like a Griffin <laughs> who has electricity you know, powers, you're gonna want to hang out with that guy. <laughs> I am a well-known misanthrope. I don't want people around me. That's one of the advantages of having a. Friggin' Metroid is a pet. Well, then you have a Trico and you just fly away. You go wherever you want because he's got bird wings. Yeah, wait, what the hell is a Trico anyway? Who gives a he crap? Is, he is a dog, bird, cat, like uh, chimera creature. He is, he is three so different got, types okay, of creatures all in one. Got? He's got armor. He, he behaves like a dog. He's a giant. And he is fiercely loyal and dependent. And he I will, mean, if it's a giant, where would he... In your backyard, he's he's a trico. He'll take care of himself. He'll fly off. He's like one of the dragons in Game of Thrones. But I mean, if, my if house, he and my Metroid will eat him. Nah, man. Trico but I mean, will technically, eat you. if the trico is big enough to, if he can't fit in your, I mean, technically that's not a pet because sure a pet is with you. If he lives you, outside you and flies around and take care of himself, then. Well, he takes care of himself. He hunts, but like you, you would consider a dire wolf I mean, a pet to uh, to to the Starks in Game of Thrones. I'm going to keep going back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> you would consider them a pet, and they can go take care of themselves, and they do. Yeah, but, but they, I mean, I would, in all fairness, though, a they're, they're animal companions. I wouldn't exactly call them pets. 
and, and that tongue, and though. The liquor like, is totally going to eat people. It's just going to go around eating all your neighbors, and you're going to get arrested, and the liquor's going to get killed. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be depressing. It's going to be depressing, but just enjoy it while you have it. It's just like, you know, when you eat a candy bar, just, you know, what? why you got it? Just enjoy it. Look at well, that you tongue. Enjoy, you I can know, maybe I'm perverted. For but years. No. Trichos, they live for a long, long time. Like, you start off the game as a boy, and then by the end of it, you're a man, and he remembers you. Even though you've been, you have, you've been separated for so long, it's like a, like a soldier at war comes back, and his dog greets him for the first time. Like, but you don't think, how do you not want that in the past, dude? I don't, I don't think what you're describing is a monster. He's totally a monster. There, there are others like him, and they're evil, and he fights them off. He'll defend you from them. Like, Trichos are definitely monsters. He has birds. I mean, when it comes to anything that's mixed with a bird, dog might be horrifying. But then you guys are missing the best thing about, like, I mean, they, they were, they crawled. They could go on the ceilings. That tongue, though. Let me stop. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> that thing was great. It wasn't even scary. It was just like, wow, I would like to have one of those. Like you say, you come home <clears throat> from a long day of work, and that's there. And the word pet itself is vaguely sexual. So, you know, you get it. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, just imagine you it, instead it. of having oh, to come from home, so he follows you to work. Trico is like the ultimate pet. He'll be with you at all times. He'll be standing outside your office, just like walking around, that's, looking in. That's, that's slightly overbearing. Like, yeah, God, but it's a Trico. where's my space? But where's your space, Scott? When is enough? Well, you're not going to have any space. Know? You're not going to have any space from your liquor when it's killing everybody around you. You're going to have to start working from home nine, just to nine. keep him. <laughs> I'm sorry. One minute. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to start working from home just to keep him in line. Otherwise, he's going to kill everybody around you, and then, like I said, jail and death for the liquor. Or, or what? I mean, those things were kind of hard to kill. Not super hard, but kind of hard to kill. I mean, Resident Evil, they gave you four bullets the whole game. So it was kind of hard to kill. Then it's just going to kill a bunch of cops. <laughs> That's right. That's right. If it may, I could just rule Chicago. It will be my city because of my liquor. That's a great pet. That thing, get that thing. Just and Me and my neighbor don't like each other. No We're ignoring Metroid too much, and we don't get much time. Metroid is, they feed on life energy. So while you're sleeping, you are definitely going to be killed. <laughs> You were just gonna get. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna suck out your life energy as if you weren't even there. It's not even gonna realize it's doing it. It's gonna take your life energy, and then that's the end of you. Again, depressing. Not Trico really. has a happy ending. He's an adorable little creature or big creature. Wait a minute, gives you happy endings. Hmm. Wait a minute. The Trico gives you happy endings. Time. Time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. That was. Very fearful. Then, um, gosh, really? Oh, I said pet. I didn't say get peanut butter and literally. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> got weird. Okay. Um. <clears throat> golly, I'm speechless. Okay. Um. Final thoughts. Um. Rebuttals. Um. I want you to talk about. Be easily. What would you do with your pet? How? How? How would your pet be the best pet ever to, you know, be like, no, no, I better yet. Which, why would your pet be good in a Westminster pet show? 
I, I have no that. idea what that means. Like a like a presentation for your pet. Why would your oh, pet oh. do you, the bet be like a, like, dog a pet, like a dog show? Why would your pet win? And I want to know why. And you okay. got one minute. Okay, uh, well, well, uh, well, Scott, you may go first. Oh, uh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's, well, it's all right. You may go first. Trico is. He is basically a dog. He acts like a dog. He he can do tricks like a dog. And also, you can uh, shock him with electricity, and then he can start generating electricity. That alone is going to, you know, set the judges over the edge. They're not going to know what they're what to do when they see this. And I mean, he's he's an ultimate show dog. He looks beautiful. He can fly. He can imagine watching uh, Falcor doing like loop de loops on BBC or wherever they play these dog shows. <laughs> so, so, so the liquor itself, a dog show, I will win by default because like Scott continued to say, it will kill everything. So I win by default, which is the best way to win by default because you don't have to try. <laughs> so, and, and you know, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a, Whatever that is, once again, you'll always be have fun with it because you can always guess what is that. So every moment is fun, and I don't want to keep going there, but that tongue—it was like ten feet long. I mean, you know, it doesn't get better than that from a pet. <laughs> okay, so I, I, that's where I will leave it, <laughs> Corey. <laughs> Frankly. Frankly, none of your guys, like, I, I, I know Scott says his thing can fly, but his thing is a bit schizoid. I, I've got a little Metroid. It's cute when it goes into the dog show. It's got tentacles. And if the judges don't like it, I can have, a, I can have my little Metroid eat its life force. So screw them. That's all I got. I, I, I love how your arguments depend on like killing the judges. <laughs> that's, that's the easiest way to win. They can't vote if they're dead. So by default, we win. Okay. Okay. So here we go. A lot of the facts are very clean about um, Trico being a dog, cat, um, and bird. That was complete true. Life sucking for Metroid. The one fact that we kept hearing over and over, and I have to, I have to say it, was the tongue thing. All right, so like that's fine. You could you could use it for that. That's fine. But did you know that that is how the virus is passed? They were created as weapons to pass the virus using the tongue. So you wouldn't be enjoying this liquor for very long. As soon as you get licked by it, you'd become infected and die. So that is not the best argument for it. just to say because you just kept going back and forth and back to it. So like you'd enjoy it for like about I don't know how long, but yeah, that tongue is gonna be your undoing. <laughs> okay. So I just got one good shot at it. I got you. Yes. <laughs> and then I'm done. You're all invited to the funeral. Oh, God. Oh, God. But we wouldn't <laughs> want to come because you'd be dead and try to kill us then. Yeah. yeah. But, but that goes with your thing because we win by default. So you all do that, I guess. Oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> Nicole. Uh, so the chat has been quite interesting. Uh, a lot of people are a little confused by the question. Uh, somebody brought up that Trico reminds them of Clifford the Big Red Dog, and now I can't unsee it in my head. Uh, <laughs> there were a lot of sexual windows. 
And uh, let's see. Twin Moon Elder said that a Reaver would be the best pet to have. That's my that's my girl. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. So somebody a Manticore from Final Fantasy X or eleven. I can't tell which one that. Eleven. Excuse me. Whatever. But yeah. Uh, it seems like everybody's kind of torn. Uh, oh, okay. Here's what I say. Um, also, I got another fact check. Those of you you're talking about, um, um, you know, the Metroid. Also, got a fact that in um from Metroid within the Metroid Lara and Metroid Two on the in on the um, Game Boy, Samus did have the Metroid as a pet because the Metroid did thought of it as the Metroid thought of Samus as the mother. So it can happen, but Core, you're not a girl, so... Yeah, I don't think that should be held against me, Mac. Okay, I'm just saying. But <laughs> You're just assuming gender now. <sighs> Nicole, what you, do what you think? You know, I mean, based on the question, the only one that I feel is an actual viable pet is Scott's. I mean, <laughs> everybody else's pets are just not really pets. Like, I, yeah. wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want either of those as pets. Like, uh, it's, you know... I was thinking totally the same thing. I just wanted to get a second thought. Um, Corey, Corey, I love you, man. But that gun, that thing will kill you and kill anything around you, which is yeah, awesome. I agree. Lizzie, can we just get, do I have to really get into detail or can I just say you lost? <laughs> okay, you can say I lost. I get okay, it. Okay, you lost. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't want to get into detail why, but yeah, you lost. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Scott. Again, Scott had ultimately the best. It's the only one on this list that actually can be a pet. Because when I looked at his answer, it sounded like Falcor from Never End the Story. And I want to ride him. He is awesome. Yeah! So, Scott wins. Yeah! So, uh, Max, I'm going to make a suggestion here. Because um, Scott already has three points, I feel that he should just be taken to the finals directly. Um, that way we can avoid a tie if we have just um, Corey and Lizzie fight for the ne for that last question. All right. All right, Scott, you can just hang back, buddy. You don't got to do the last one, so you're good. Cool. I mean, I had a good pitch, but cool. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to hear that pitch. Oh, dang it. I really wish she didn't win these three questions. <laughs> um. <clears throat> All right, so we're gonna go to the final round, people. And Core, I mean Scott, um, Cal. So you're gonna pitch a horror? Am I? I'm on mute. Okay, we're gonna pitch a horror game featuring not two non-horror characters. So once again, pitch a horror game featuring two non-horror characters, and you'll be given seven minutes. Also, two points. Two points. Actually, I'm just gonna give each player five minutes to pitch their game, and then two minutes after for the rebuttal. So. Whoever wants to go first will get the full five minutes for their pitch. All right. Also, once again, you will receive two points for this. We just added this as a feature because you're actually pitching. So, um, with that said, um, you want to give each of them two, five minutes? Five minutes to pitch their game. So, whoever wants to go first can go first, pitch their game. Then the second person will go another get, get the five minutes, and then they'll have two minutes each to either rebut the other person's game or promote All right. Game. All right. Got you. All right. Let's go. Who do you want to go first? Ladies first. Lizzie, go ahead. Hey, Lizzie. Oh. Lizzie. Oh, thank you. I feel honored. 
Um, <laughs> so my game would feature Seth Roth and Mega Man. So the game would pretty much be you as Mega Man playing a game that's virtually impossible to beat because you really don't get that much energy in it. The game will be slightly confusing and you will constantly hear that Seth Roth music playing and you'll always wonder exactly what what are the lyrics to this song but you'll never quite figure them out you're going to spend half the time running into Seth Ross to try to figure out it definitely looks like a guy but it kind of acts like a girl but then you really don't you just prefer not to be around him but he'll be everywhere right everywhere in this game and then eventually you'll get to talk to you know the other Final Fantasy people which you'll never really know any of their names because there's so many Final Fantasy people that's running around. Are they from six? Are they from seven? That's what makes it scary. You have no idea where they came from. Then you'll play Mega Man. Then you'll have like Mega Man Grandpa in there and stuff who will give you like little weapons and upgrades. But then you'll start to think, is Mega Man a human being? Is Grandpa like a metaphor for the person who built him? I know, I'm sure there's an answer out there, but you know, you don't get to know it. You just know he's a little metal boy, but you're never like a cyborg maybe. You don't know. So as you progress through the game, you get other little items and stuff, go through like little hellish rooms, maybe even make it to Hyrule at one point where you'll be lost running around. You just want to find a horse, can never find your horse. Then you'll keep it moving. And at the end, of course, you're going to fight Seth Ross, who's going to have a very, I'm going to say, Ruvix type of vibe from the evil within. And the whole game is just going to be like you asking him questions, but trying to like avoid ever like saying like the same way you would talk to, you remember that movie Pat? It'll be like that when you like try to fight him. Like, can I punch him in the dick? No. I don't know what to do. The whole game would be like, I really don't know what to do, which is the scariest type of games because what the hell am I supposed to do? And that would be the whole game. I'm done. Okay, question. Is it Mega Man Legends or the original Mega Man? See, see, that's the scary part. You don't know. Can I interject here for a second because you still have another three minutes? Can you explain what type of game it is? Is it an RPG? Is it an action? That's what I think that's what he's trying to get at too. Like, what kind of game is RPG? It? So it will be like a, a a RPG type of game because I want I want you to be able to fully see your surroundings and just how how nonsense. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I was to make the game, it'll be nonsense just based on the fact I felt like. Everything about Mega Man and Final Fantasy is nonsense. So you'll get that in-depth nonsense feeling in this horror game. Nonsense. <laughs> so. Corn. Next. Make sure you get okay. like, like popcorn or something to play it with. Uh, I'll make sure I do that. Okay. Corn, okay. you're next. I am creating an asymmetrical two-player game called The Reaping of Bugsy. Bubsy. And in this game, you can play one of two characters. You can either play Bubsy, if you are the running type, or you can play the Reaper, the Edgelord. And I'd like to give a special thanks to Scott, uh, to, to Dan Hernandez for this. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, and uh, and the whole thing, it's like Friday the 13th. You start up a match, and, and the Reaper, his job is to chase Bubsy down and knock that guy out of the world of video games forever. And when he catches him, the most bloody fashion that he possibly can. Uh, just whatever. He's got shotguns. He just blows his head off. Or, or uh, I think he's got a scythe or something. You just cut that, cut that friggin' bobcat in half. And the part that makes it fun is that the stage is never the same, so you never know exactly where you're gonna be or whatever. So, and and Bubsy has certain abilities that allow him to get the hell out of the way, and the Reaper has certain abilities to let him catch that little bastard. And the entire object is to either escape for a certain pre-arranged period of time or as Bubsy or get caught as the Reaper and just catch that guy and kill him. That's the whole point of the game. Okay, so my question, can you play as now I, I don't know why would somebody want to play as Bubsy, but you got some people that like to do that. Um, can you play Bubsy if you want to? That's what I said. Yeah, it's asymmetrical, which means that each per you have to have two players for the game. You have to have one for the Reaper and one for Bubsy. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Just like in Friday the 13th, you have to have the, the randos, you have to have the, the counselors, and you have to have a Jason. So you have random, so you'll have random so Bubsies, and then a one Reaper killing them. Yeah, yeah, there can be more than one Bubsy. I'm totally down with that. Yeah. And, uh, but originally my, my thought was that it would be just one Bubsy and one guy, but no. Actually, it'd be more fun if you could kill Bubsy multiple times. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. And it's a simple idea, so I'm not going to take my whole five minutes. If you guys have questions, I will answer them. But basically, that's what I came up with. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you still have another three minutes, so you're good with what you said? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> rebut, well, all right, why do they suck? Take them down, people. You come after me first, I guess. Um, and by why does he suck, he means why does your opponent's answer suck? Not yeah, yeah, why do your opponent's answer suck? Not your own answer. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify. Yeah. Um, two minutes, by the way. Two minutes. Okay. Oh, I don't. You know, Corey, I'm gonna be completely honest with you here. I did. I didn't think that it actually sucked. To be honest with you, I think I don't know who Bubsy is. I would be confused in the game because I really don't know who Bubsy is. I think that's a fun word to say, Bubsy. But I, I really did, didn't. I so I, I really don't know who Bubsy is. But um. I don't, I don't, is, you know, I, you didn't say, but is it like graphic? Is there like blood and stuff in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because, because once again, I don't know. So, will I, if because, it do you like, play do you play Overwatch? I've played it before. I would, I never got into. Picture the Reaper from, from Overwatch getting a hold of a little cartoon character and just going raw on him. Going raw. That was vaguely sexual, too. But... <laughs> I like this but one. It, it was it was um you know that was that was an uh, interesting I don't know how it was it was it was horror so it wasn't her it was like maybe it would be horrific but would it actually scare me I don't know mm. so I'll leave it at that especially a character named Bubsy that sounds adorable <laughs> fair enough <laughs> 
I don't know. Bubsy is pretty horrifying. So that that was that's all I had to say though. Time, I will time, time. Gladly. Corey, two okay. minutes. Okay, uh, I'm not going to be so nice, but uh, but I I just <laughs> I feel that I feel that that putting random stuff in a game does not make it scary. It just makes it dull. Um, and that's I understand what you're trying to go for. You're trying to go for the Lovecraft Cthulhu type of shit, but just I'm not. There's nothing about there's nothing scary about Final Fantasy, and I'm sorry, Mac, but there's nothing scary about Mega Man either. If a game is inherently trying to convince people that something's nonsense, it's probably nonsense. Okay, so nonsense does not a scary game make. And so, so I, I'm, I'm sorry to do it because you were very nice to my game. But I have to sort of look at it and go, I, I don't know that I would care about playing this game because there's no, there's no structure or rhyme or reason to it. You're just, basically you've created a delivery system for Nintendo cameos. That's basically what you've done. And and that's not scary. Nintendo is not scary. If you would have done that shit on the PlayStation or the Xbox, maybe. But like Hyrule? What's scary about Hyrule? It's a little question. It's all just it's all just co pretty colors and Ganondorf. But, you know, and you know, just, it would have been even it would have been scarier I'm, if it was like forced for you to do you turn on your state your PlayStation or Xbox and bam. This is a free gift that you can't undownload. Here, I'm sorry. You may finish, Corey. That's that's basically all. I don't want to wrap wrap too much on on her game, but that it's just I don't I don't think it's scary. That's the big thing. Go ahead, Cal. Oh, no, I was just saying this your time, so I just want her since she asked you a question. That's what I let you answer. But like, yeah, it was your rebuttals. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's all good, man. It's all good. All right. Is that it? Cal, you yep. want to give him one more? No, I'm, that was it. <laughs> okay. Um, um, Cal, before you start giving out fat checks, I just want to say, um, Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie. Um, <laughs> as a Mega Man fan, um, I must let you know that um, um, the concept of Mega Man is um, there are three different per people. Now, when I heard Grandpa, I was thinking Mega Man Legends, which probably would have been interesting. But you said it's any Mega Man, which don't make any freaking sense because there's Mega Man, which is Dr. Light, which is he would be Grandpa, but that's the creator. So, yeah, you, you're you confused the crap, and then you got, yeah. Okay, Cal, what you got to fat check, buddy? Actually, this was a. Okay, okay, I'm going to make sure I wasn't on mute. Yeah, this was just a pitch game, so it wasn't really factual. I just want to say, factually, neither of those games are really horror games. That's all I had to say about that. Um, that so, like, the whole point was to pitch a horror game. Um, Character-wise, I thought it was a great choice of, for, on both parts. Game-wise, uh, I didn't really hear much from um, Lizzie about her game. Like, I heard a lot about her game, but it was just putting everything together. Like, it wasn't like, well, how the game would progress and all that and what, like, the objective was kind of thing, you know? Whereas on Corey's side, I heard, um, you know, there's these two characters trying to deathmatch, trying to kill each other in a way or whatever it was. But um, neither was a hard game. I just want to say that. That was my fact. Sure. It's I pretty. Agree. It's pretty horrific if you're playing Bubsy. Yeah. <laughs> if you. Not, still, but, that, but like you said, that doesn't make a hard game. It's just from one perspective. Like you know, I mean, I don't know how to explain, it, but just neither were a hard game. Right. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Right. 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 Nicole, you the enforcer. What you had to say? Uh, for me, Corey won 
hands down, because Lizzie's answer made me feel really uncomfortable. So. <laughs> okay. Um. But um. What did the chat say? Uh. The chat basically was really confused by what Lizzie's pitch was, <laughs> in general. Um. A lot of people. Horrified my I mean, I, I don't see what's horrifying about not knowing somebody's gender or anything like that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say almost everybody in the chat is kind of lost as to what exactly is going on uh, with this yeah. particular thing. So the chat doesn't really have anything to include. Yeah, I, I really, really wish I wanted to hear Scott's pitch. Oh, God. It sounded awesome. Um... I just yeah. I would much rather play a game with Sephiroth and Mega Man. So as soon as I heard those two characters, I was set for it. But then like there's no game behind it. That's the only reason why I said that. Yeah. But yeah. but there's no game like for, I mean not, at least Corey had a game, but neither of them was hard. That's one big critique. Neither that, was a hard that's game. That's the element though. But he the, the did one thing fight. that the one thing that Corey did say was it was like Friday the Thirteenth where you yeah. have that. That's the only thing that saved it for being a hard game. But I didn't see it as a hard game either, Corey. To be yeah. honest with you. Okay. Uh, hey man, I'll, I'll take that from you. I don't care. Well, you want to know something? I'm actually going to give the and I'm and I agree with what Nicole said cuz I was sitting there thinking the same thing. Corey feels like a game. And Lizzie sounds like a motion picture. Like I'm making a movie, which I rather do. I'm and this is gamer fight, gamer grudge, not gamer grudge, not movie grudge. Um so we're talking to talk about games and Corey did pitch an actual game, so um, sorry, Lizzie. Um, I gotta get the point to um, Corey. Um, no, I got a point. Completely honest with you. Yes, I think I think Corey won too. Just to be completely. <laughs> well, yeah, she, yeah. The other thing is, she did say when she was talking, she was like, "That actually sounds like a game I want to play." Yeah. So that, yeah. that that was also not like, that. Like you were so you seemed interested in Corey's game. That was another bad thing. Like you know, what I mean, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That may. You know, when it came to me pitching my game, I don't know if anybody saw. I think I improvised the hell out of that because I yeah, kept thinking, did. and I didn't. I didn't know. I'm not afraid to admit when I lost. Corey, you won. Thank you. It's it's hard when the camera's on you to suddenly like get your shit together. I, I get it. That's why I always lose. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so with that said, um. This is this is this. Um, so, um, Lizzie, you did a good job, and now you're going to be an extra judge for the final round, which is Cal. What is it? It is our PVP fight, where our two winners, with uh, Scott with three points, and uh, Corey with two points from his pitch question, will go head to head in a one v one PVP match. And those points mean jack squat, people, because it's all one zero and it's all one question, one round. Winner takes all. It is the PvP fight. Corey, this is your first time in the PvP rock fight. And Scott, it is yours too, ain't it? It's both of y'all first time in this. All right. So I want to ask you a question first. You know how it goes. I'm going to ask you a question, and I need a question. I need your answer quickly. My question for you is, what is your favorite game? Minecraft. Super Mario 3. <laughs> I love this! 
Woo! Wow! Explain, explain, Mac. I will explain in a minute because this is Halloween and I want to do this. Why does your game sucks? Why do your game suck? Tell me why. This is Halloween and why does it suck? And I want to give you a complete reason why your game sucks. Can I have a minute? So wait, so this just to clarify now, it's your own game, your own answer. Why does it your suck? Your own right. answer. Why does your tell game me why, suck? Tell me why your favorite game is bad. That's what he's at, trying to have you say. Okay. Mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who goes That's first? Game of grudge work. You got to prepare for both sides. So, so the way we're going to do it is we're going to have each fighter gets two minutes uh, to do their why their game sucks, and then we'll have the rebuttal. Uh, we can have the other person uh, one minute at the end for the other person. Okay, but who who goes first? That's up to Mac. I'm gonna go with Scott. He was the um big winner. So you have two minutes, Scott. Just go All right. It. When you start talking. All right. Uh, Super Mario Three is the worst game or a bad game? It's the worst game because it takes what Super Mario Brothers Two did, creating. Uh, it, making it such a great game. It, Super Mario 1 is a good game. Super Mario 2 is obviously the epitome of all Mario games. Everybody loves Super Mario 2. So Super Mario 3 just retreads what you were doing in Super Mario 1. And it, it, Super Mario 2 worked because of its simplicity and how different it was. Super Mario 3 just goes in a crazy direction. It adds too many different like options. Like, why do you need to be a raccoon who can fly? Like that. What is that? A tanuki? Like, none of that makes sense. The frog. It's all. It's too much for one video game, and it needs to get back to that simplicity of the the old second Mario, which is the staple of the Mario franchise. You. You. There are too many characters. Too many. Uh, too many different locations. There's like eight worlds. It's just it's it's too much. Mario works because of its simplicity, and when you start adding things on top of it, and the gameplay is terrible. Like it does it, the running uh, and flying. It's impossible to control. You, you can skip levels by finding flutes all around. What's the point of playing a game if you can just skip over worlds, entire worlds? One minute uh, left. Uh, the villains, like the bad guys in the game, they're just they're too easy to beat. You just stomp on the shell and you beat them. In Super Mario 2, you had to like lift them, throw them. There's a whole thing that there's a whole process that you have to go through just to beat an enemy. Super Mario 3, it, it's it, it's just it, it's not a fun game. You, you and the, the whole thing is a, a stage play recreation of the original game, which is just what's the point? Just if you want to play the original game, play the original game. But really, you should just be playing Super Mario Brothers too. I'm, I'm, I got nothing else. <laughs> I love this. Ah, oh, God, I love. I am. I am such a genius. Ah, uh, oh, God. I, I know. I know. I I, I enjoyed this. Um, suck it. Okay. Uh, Corey. I just like to say La La Land is a horrible mo- wait no wrong one. Okay, um <laughs> Okay, uh Minecraft has its points, but I'll say that that the the graphics are horrible. They look like 90s graphics. The the interface is way too complicated. It it it, it creates a learning curve that is more like a cliff. 
The monsters are weak and annoying. And, uh, you know, it is not... It is, it is not a game that I would want to want anybody to play because if you do, you have to teach them 90 things just to have them have fun the first day. Not only that, but it's incredibly difficult dealing with monsters that come and blow your shit up. That would be creepers. Also, you know, there there's spawning issues, there's graphics bugs, there's all kind of stuff that goes on in Minecraft. That legitimate, I don't have to make them up. They are really there. Okay. <laughs> they, I've, I'm walking along and the floor is gone because my computer can't like load a simple thing like One that. One minute left. There's so much going on in in the in the in the uh, in the source code because the code's code's a little flabby. And and people say, well, yeah, but you can you can fix that with mods or texture packs. It's like, well, if you got to fix it with mods or texture packs, it's not a complete game. Okay, so there, there's all that, and then of course there's the fact that there's no character anywhere in Minecraft. Your character is just a guy in a polo shirt, so you don't really ever get any character. You don't get to love any characters in Minecraft. You love the monsters more than you do the actual character. So you know, and and then they make more new stuff, and you can go into the Nether and stuff, which is slow and clunky and and whatever. And it's just it's it's kind of a pain to play. And I, the, the scary thing is, Scott had to make his thing a little different. I have changed nothing. Those are things that actually exist in Minecraft. I have not improvised whatsoever. Fine. All right. That's good. Um, I'm going to give you a rebuttal and tell me why the other one is good. So um, not telling you how why your game sucks. Tell me why the other one is good. Um, Cal, how much time we're going to give him? One minute. All right, you got one minute. Scott, I know you're killing yourself, but you, you breathe. Breathe, Corey. Scott, I know you hate me, but you're going to love me in the end. Okay. Grudge. Well, Minecraft is great because it's basically like a more advanced Legos, and everybody loves Legos. When you were a little kid, everybody played with Legos. And what's better than playing digital Legos, where you get to build ridiculously complex structures like everybody's seen those videos online of people who have like spent years rebuilding Westeros or rebuilding the Death Star whatever it is you know, the Canadian flag everything it's just it's it, it, it allows for such creativity that most other games don't and it, you can't really beat it in terms of that. It's just such an open world where you can do just about anything. Uh, you can, you can, you're literally mining, and then you can build. Uh, I've seen people build like a nuclear reactor in that game. Like, what other game are you going to be able to do that in? There's, there's nothing else like it. It's a completely unique experience. Time, time. All right, Corey. All right, Super Mario Three is a great game because it is it, it, some of the gameplay in that game is the smoothest it would ever be. Mario's characters are still loved today mostly because I mean everybody played the first Mario Brothers game but there was an incredible influx of players that were brought in to play Mario 3 because Mario 3 had a you know it it, it had levels you could you could grab items you could go for that stupid ship that I could never figure out how to get to it. 
Okay, Abby, you just there was such a variety of levels in in Mario Three, and the gameplay was so friggin' smooth, and there were so many like big Koopas that you could go and and bosses and I mean everybody remembers Mario Three. Everybody remembers being a raccoon, having that raccoon tail, and flying off and 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 doing all that stuff. I mean it was it was a great game. It I lost way too many hours of my life to Mario Three. Time, time. Even more. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. I'm gonna give you a minute to tell me why you hate me. Um, y'all hate me so much, don't you? <laughs> a little I'm bit. Really fine with you, Mac. Okay, thank you. Uh, okay. Now you know this is Halloween. We got to do the opposite. Y'all knew that was coming. Um. So, cow. What you? What do you think, man? I you know, I I saw Scott's face drop when that question changed, and he was struggling to the answer. I honestly, Corey just went smoothly through everything. He had a great um, way to knock his game down because of all the errors that and bugs that it has. Um, and then you know he was able to applaud uh, Scott's game too. Why it's good. So I mean, I think he was smooth. I, he'd get my vote. Okay, Nicole. You know, I, I feel like they both had really great arguments. Uh, and I mean, like, I've never played Minecraft, but it is my impression that Minecraft is basically like digital Legos. So that's kind of neat. But um, I would I would have to say Corey had the better argument in this instance. Okay. Cool. Lizzie, what do you think? Uh, I would say that Corey did have the better argument. But Scott, I, I would have to applaud him because he took a game that he loves and he tried his best to tear it apart. He tried. <laughs> he and, tried. And I would applaud you for that because I know it's hard to stand here and say what's wrong about Mario 3 when you know in your heart nothing was wrong with Mario 3. You loved it. <laughs> but Corey, I do say you 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 actually found what was wrong with Minecraft and actually said it. And then you could also find really good stuff about Mario 3. So I would have to give it to Corey. I just like Man, to say, before the end of this game, I would just like to say I, I really had fun today. And, and, and okay, shut I had up. fun. Okay, okay, shut up, Corey. Shut up. <laughs> I got to say one more thing. Before we go to this, we have one more. Uh, we have to do the take cover thing, Corey, where you actually got to look at the screen. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we're going to determine the final winner. Are you still having fun? <laughs> Want to play a game? <laughs> Play a game, Corey. <laughs> I'll see. Uh, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> no, I was just playing. With that said, I, I agree with what Lizzie said. It, I got to plot Scott. Scott, I, I threw a left hook at you. You argued it well. You did a good job. You were struggling, but you found some things. I think if you would have said something, you kept. I think what hurt you was the fact that everybody wanted to play Mario too. <laughs> I nobody, there, nobody want to play Mario two. You, if you said Mario World, I would have said, "Oh, Scott is really gaining some ground." But you picked Mario two, buddy, and Mario two is weaker than Mario three, and in my opinion, because we're living in opposite world in this question. I know, I know, I know, buddy. Um, <laughs> you know, sweetie, I'm sorry. Um, Corey, literally, I thought he was going to struggle. I thought he was going to cuss me out, but Corey like came out strong and just kept saying the the right stuff that was wrong with Minecraft, which I kept 
knocking him down with every time he keeps shouting at me that Minecraft is the best game where <laughs> it isn't. And he just literally blur out everything that I said. And well, when you're right, you're right. I gotta get the point to Cora. I begrudgingly gotta get the point to Cora. I was hoping he would lose, but oh well. Cora, you're the one. Minecraft is the weaker game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Cora, you won. I do want to say though that Scott did have a great answer for the. He's like the boss battles do make a difference in Married too. It's a lot different. You gotta grab that egg out of there and throw it at the guy and stuff. So that was actually a great argument that you made there. So I, I gotta yeah, say yeah. that. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you had you some good arguments, but I was like, that Mario, you did that, and then you was like, everybody want to play Mario 2. I was like, what? No. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, oh, God. No, God. If you said Mario World, I would have been like, yeah, that, that's better. That's way better than Mario 3 to, in my eyes. But, yeah, Corey, um, you're the champion for the day. Uh, first time, Corey. Yay. Nobody, nobody is as shocked and appalled by that as me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see how far you get next time. Um. Well, well, you'll Let's be back. For Corey. He, come on, he, he came in as a pinch hitter and did a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, Corey did a awesome so much from us, and yet he still he, he endured it and did it. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. Congratulations, yeah. Corey. Great job, everybody. Yeah, I thought he was gonna lose this very badly, but he came out and played. So did well. I. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I absolutely thought I was gonna lose this horribly. All right. Um, well, Corey, um, will you be able to return okay. November 13th for a fight, which I cannot reveal. I apologize, everybody. I can't reveal. They have literally drugged me down and said, do not reveal it or else we'll kill you. Um, so I am not going to reveal if, what was if going I can, if I can be here, If I can be here, I will be here. Okay. We will. We will November 13th, um, we'll get you the questions. Um, you'll be fighting March, um, Marchies, um, Marchies, um, Marchies, 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 I can't get his name right. Um, Edward, TJ, for an item that we will be putting up. So we'll 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 put that up. Um, we'll, we're gonna tell you that the day of. I hate that, but we're gonna do it. Um, but what you got to pull up, man? Who me? Yes. Um, I I am at GeoMetroid on Twitter. I am a host with some of the people here of the Tech Podcast. Uh, we are gonna be doing season two as soon as I get my new computer. Which should be soon. Um, that's what's been slowing me down. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to my man Pogo over at Pogo's place on YouTube. Try to try to get um, try to go over there and like and subscribe and all that shit. And uh, and uh, I'm always here on the Game Fixers, doing things when Mac needs somebody suddenly. Yes. Um, so that's all good. Yep. Awesome. All also, right. also, I'd like to give a shout out to Twin Moon Elder in the chat because she's probably the reason I won. <laughs> All right, you'll, you'll need some more luck for these next two because these jokers really want to win that win the next fight. Scott, so close, but yet so far you came out strong, man. You, you did a good job, um, but you you gonna you'll be back, man. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll be back, and maybe next time I'll win. We'll see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm at Jubaka Defense on Twitter. Uh, find me on there uh, on the Tech Podcast with Corey and Mac here. And yeah, yeah, I'll be, I'm around. <laughs> All right, Lizzie, what's up? Uh, what you Lizzie got here. Um, first of all, I want to thank all of you guys. Nicole, Max, Scott, Corey, Cal. Thank all you guys for dealing with my complete nonsense of me rambling about nothing this entire time. <laughs> well, I'll do you, a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. If um. You guys can uh, follow me on Twitter 
at LizzieD360, Lizzie Games, for more um, nonsense and me not really knowing what to say. So I say, you know, awkward stuff. But it's, it's you know. Um, but I do want to thank you guys. Hopefully, um, I didn't creep everybody out too bad, and I'll actually be invited back eventually. Oh, I know y'all need to you need to process what you've heard come out of my mouth. So I get it. <laughs> if you need some time, oh, but oh, I, I can't. I, I I can't wait to bring you back because um we are bringing you back um you're going to be fighting against um I'm, can I Cal is okay if I announce this. Well, I don't even know what we're doing, so... Um, um, I also, um, we got Charlie Feltman coming on Gamer Grudge. Um, she's going to be coming on. We're going to do this live on a Saturday. Um, we're gonna, we got the date set up. We're going to have her live on the show. It's going to be her. Kim Hanley's coming back. She's going to fight. She's, won't, she's got all her answers. She's coming to fight. And also, we're going to have Lizzie. Lizzie's going to fight on fight. So she's going to come back. So if you like yeah, Lizzie, she's coming back to fight. <laughs> And this time, I promise you, I will, I will, because I'm sitting here thinking about the horror game I pitched now, and Nicole, you was right. What the hell is that? I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. Well, we had, we had, well, we had Tom come on here and talk about an erection, so it's no different. Um, this is a very strange show. Mm -hmm. yeah. Again, thank all of you guys for letting me do this. This was amazing. No, no problem. No problem. I'm glad you like the show. Um, Cal. Human chat, show me human cheat code. What you got to plug? Yeah, so first, before I plug my information, I just want to uh, mention that our good friends over at uh, BFF, um, especially Ashley, um, is holding a charity thing that actually ends tomorrow. So if you'd like to donate for that, um, it's for um, something called Pennies for Patients for her classroom. If you don't know, Ashley's a teacher. Uh, and her classroom is like sponsoring a hero, and their hero is Amari, who's an age five a leukemia survivor. So um, they're you know raising money for him and it, that cause. So if you want to donate, it actually does end tomorrow. So um, I've been plugging on all the shows I've been doing, um, and this is actually like my last ditch effort, I guess. Uh, you can contact her at that underscore Mrs. Davis on Twitter, and if you don't want to contact her directly, you can go through me and contact me at Vu. So please, if you want to um, donate, let me know. And of course, you can always find me, like I just said, on Twitter at Vu. Um, we do have a, another Gamer Grudge coming up next week, so you can see me on that. You can sign me up, see me on the Odd Shape panel uh, right after this um, on the Odd Shape channel. And then on Wednesday, I do my encrypted show with Tom um, where we talk about cryptids. But this week's is a Halloween special, so we're talking about ghosts. So call in if you have a ghost story to tell us, and we're going to have you live on air and mention your ghost story. So hope to see you guys all there. Contact me first on Twitter so we can get you on the list because we do have a long list going. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for all the guests for being on today, too. All right, cool. Nicole, I can't. I gotta end the show. I always can't start the show without Nicole, my enforcer, also my co-host on the um, top five show. Yeah. Um. Yes. So the internet knows me as Rhapsody O Six O Seven. You can find me at any social media there. Uh, you can also find me at Rhapsody O Six O Seven on Twitch, on Xbox Live, and while I'm at it, I'm actually gonna plug my friend Genuine. She is going to be doing a 24-hour gaming session this coming Saturday. I don't know what day that is. Hold on. Mm -hmm. what, whatever day this Saturday is. Like November 4th. November 4th. Thanks, Cal. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to plug her. She's actually doing a 24-hour gaming session, and all of the proceeds are going to benefit the local hospital there in Las Vegas, the Children's Hospital. And, uh, yeah, so if you feel the need to go out and watch her game and you can donate, that would be awesome. 
Right. Also, she is also Nicole is on top five show. You seen it? She's on the yeah. top five show. I'm in the top oh, five show as well. So come check that out on the channel. Yeah, we just did top five RPG games. It was fun. Um, t tomorrow, on Halloween, we're doing the top five horror games. She's not impressed. The spoiler: she's not impressed with my fifth and fourth game, but I hope y'all are. Um, and my first is the best. So. Yeah. Yeah. My first is, I feel like my first is the best anyway. I think it will top all their horror games. Um, but, um, yeah, um, also, um, yeah, also she's going to be on Newsticks. She's going to be on the Game Fixers, guys. Don't worry. Um, but as far as for me, um, I am Tampa Bay Buck fan, 88. I am AKA Matt Poole, um, the Buck fan. I'm an owner and founder of the Game Fixers Network. Um, I have a lot of. Thanking for the claws that I have. Um, Tom, thank you for talking about my claws. They're awesome. I love them. Um, um, come back next week. I am not – now, here's spoiler. I am not going to be the judge. It's going to be Joe Davis. Joe Davis will step into the ring to be the judge. I'm going to sit back and relax because I got to set up for this big fight. I got to get – I, I got to take – Hey, people, I got to take a break sometime. I got to set up for the big fight for November 13th. Actually, um, can I promote that now? Because I, I guess we should say that, right? Oh, go ahead. Let's go ahead and promote yeah, that. Let's yeah, so that. next week we actually have a very special uh, game of grudges. We're talking about tabletop games. So, you know, we, we've been going through video games a lot through all of the sh episodes we've been doing. So we thought, let's take a turn at tabletop. And we have a very good uh, host, Joe Davis, because he's, he's an expert at tabletop games. So we're going to have him host. Max is going to be there on the couch doing time, what I, what I usually do. And I'll be just doing my little fact checking as well as um i don't know what else i'll be doing i just <laughs> but I, I just do just my snarky comments i guess uh but we do have very <laughs> special guests as well we have um the digital and dice crew so uh if you follow them on twitter um i, I don't have the thing off the top of my head but i'm pretty sure it's at digidice um four or something like that but i'll have it for um next week and they'll have We're it up to money but yeah it's so a digital and dice they they're uh known for doing their uh, tabletop gaming and having a podcast about that. So we're going to have them as special guests for the tabletop episode. So we're and if you don't know what this. tabletop is, that's like RPGs, like D&D &D and Call yes. of Cthulhu, stuff like that. Yeah, um, I, I personally play Monopoly and Chess and um, Operation and um, Mousetrap. But, you know, um, yeah, I don't know nothing about tabletops. Um, so that's why I'm sitting on the bench this week. Um but, yeah, we're doing that next week. So come back. If you love tabletops, come back next week. We're going to talk about them. And I feel like we're going to get a bigger crowd next week. But I appreciate y'all for watching Gamer Grudge. Uh, we will be back next week, next Monday. Be back next Monday at 8.30, right, Cal? Sorry, I was on mute. Yeah, it's going to be a later episode because we're Digital Dice are from Seattle or from mm -hmm. Washington State, so we have to work time zones out. We're going to be on a little later at 8.30 because there's no conflict with Odd-Shaped Panel next week, so we should be good to go. Yeah, oh, speaking of Odd-Shaped Panel, um, they're going to be on in 30, um, 29 minutes, so go, um, get, go ahead, get yourself, you know, go get you something to eat, watch, do whatever you want. Go watch Odd-Shaped Panel and go watch us on there talk and clown around with Tom and Kimber. Go ahead. It is their Halloween special as well. If you come in costume, there are prizes and stuff, so please check that out. Mm, please check that out. We're, they're going to have fun. Also, want to plug Joe and Ashley. Love them. Also, go watch them because Joe and Ashley help us out a lot. We want to thank them. And also, go watch Digital Dice. They're pretty cool. And um, I forget if I plug it. Watch the Tech Podcast. Um, I'm on here, I guess. 
But with that said, people, that's it for Gamer Grudge. We will see you next Monday. See you guys. Bye. Hey, uh, Teddy's coming for you. <laughs> Hello, people. This is Matt Poole, a.k.a. Tampa Bay Buff Fan. Thank you for listening to the show. If you like the show, please, um, please like, subscribe, the podcast on um, iTunes. If we're on iTunes, Robert, we're going to be on iTunes and SoundCloud. So please subscribe to this. Also, if it's not a bother, also go subscribe to the um, Game Fixers channel. That's Game Fixers channel on YouTube. We do this show live. So this is actually the um, pre-recorded show that we already do live. So if you want to watch the show live, come join us. We would love to have you there. Also, if you would like to be on the show, go to GG Game Fixers. Talk, um, say, I would like to be on the show. And we'll get you on the show. We love to have anybody. This is a show for anybody and anybody, anybody, anywhere that wants to be on the show. We'll make a way to get you on the show. This is a show for the public. You, the people, not stars. You, the people, are the people that help create Grand Grudge. And we want you to be the public. So, come on. And, well, is there anything else? Yeah, um, go subscribe to the other people that helped make the game fixes. That's Cal, Nicole, Joe Davis. Um, and, um, go subscribe to their channels. We love help. They help us. We're going to, they help me. So we're going to help them. Subscribe to their channels. It's going to be in the description below. Like I said, if you go find the game fixes, you're going to find them. So subscribe to their channels too. We want to help others. And like I said, don't forget, go subscribe to the iShape panel. They also help us a lot. So subscribe to them and go watch them. They're pretty cool. But hmm, am I forgetting anything? Uh, no, I don't think. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, duh. Um, as I say every show, um, be, I ask you to be yourself. Keep playing video games. You know, be yourself. I said that twice. Crap. Oh, well. Anyway. Well, I'm just going to say it. Rudge on, people. Keep playing games. See ya.